0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to save lives.org is their website. Coming up, more high school basketball on a very busy Friday night. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Talk a little college basketball and high school basketball right now, though. The man with the scores. He's the star of the show, the minister of information, the secretary of scores. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King.
2: Coach, thanks so much. We start with Indiana High School basketball. Plenty of county tournaments happening statewide. We begin in the Hendricks County Tournament where Plainfield gets by Tri-West in good fashion, 64-43. Brownsburg defeating Avon by a 21-piece, 61-40. Game of the night, though, statewide, double overtime. The Madison County Tournament, Alexandria by 10 against Anderson Prep Academy, 73-63. Again, that's in double overtime. T. So what a second double overtime period played by Alexandria to get a double or to get a double digit win no doubt about it. Pendleton Heights over Elwood 65-23 in the Madison County tournament. Then Liberty Christian an eight-point win against Frankton, 49-41. It was Anderson over Lapel, 79-60. Elsewhere, the Shelby County Tournament. Waldron over Southwestern Shelbyville, 46-35. And Triton Central Blast-Morristown, 78-54. To the Sugar Creek Tournament. Southbot 48. Western Boone, 40. And Crawfordsville, they handle North Montgomery 48 34. One game played in the Wayne County tournament. That's for first place. Northeastern, no problem with Centerville, 63 38. Over to Muncie, the Ball State Cardinals get a W. After being down by five for much of the second half, Ball State outlasts Akron in MAC play 70 63. Mike Lewis's team has won seven in a row. The Cardinals are red hot. What a run. Now with a record of 10-4. Same case for the Indiana Pacers, who get back on track after losing in Philly a little bit earlier this week. 108-99, the Pacers defeat the Trailblazers. They hold Portland under 100 points. Great defense by Indiana played in the fourth quarter. They only allowed 17 points in the 4th. Ben Matherin led the way with 19 points in just 21 minutes. He continues to play very well, especially from the free throw line. Matherin was 7 of 7. A couple games ago, he had ten points from the charity stripe. So the rookie continues to impress. Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heel quiet for much of the night. Fifteen for Halliburton, eleven for heel. That slack picked up by Miles Turner. Miles scores 17 points, brings in eight rebounds. Aaron Neesmith as well continues to impress for Indiana with 10 points and seven rebounds. The Pacers are twenty-two and eighteen now in the campaign. They will host the Charlotte Hornets on Sunday. Maybe In many minds, at the start of this fall season, we thought January 8th would have been a much more competitive day. You're going to get the Colts and the Texans at Lucas Oil Stadium Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Well, that's no longer a game to talk about much for other than potential NFL draft implications. Here is what you need to know. Again, the Colts play the Texans at one, and it's the Hornets and the Pacers at five. So the Houston Texans, if they beat the Colts on Sunday – and then the Bears lose to the Vikings. That would mean the Bears are going to get the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft. The Texans would drop down to two. Keep in mind, who needs a quarterback right here in Indianapolis? Could the Colts then be in play for maybe trading for the first overall pick if the Bears get it? There's no shot that the Texans would allow that first overall pick to come here to Indianapolis. That is something to keep in mind for Sunday as Sam Ellinger gets his third start in the league. I'm Brendan King.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Trying to have some fun talking about some ball. Brian Sullivan joins me from W A N S N A S. One of those. One of those. Jeffersonville tonight. What's the word with the Red Devils? Who did you have? Uh, Jeffersonville and New Albany, big rivalry game down here Oh my goodness! You know what? That is a huge rivalry, a very huge rivalry. So, give me the good news. Um, well, from a New Albany broadcaster standpoint,
3: not enough good news to report. Uh, Jeffersonville comes out on top, and you got to give credit yeah. to the Red Devils. They were they were down the entire first half. New Albany was up by 11 on the road at the break. And um, you know, Sherron Wilkerson, in his first year back at his alma mater, they made some nice adjustments at halftime, came out, pressed New Albany, and, and forced three turnovers where New Albany got stops. Got the rebound and immediately turned it over, trying to get back in offensive transition, Jeff scored twice and then hit two free throws. Eleven point lead goes to five and now we got a ball game. And uh they had a big crowd <laughs> there tonight. They were honoring the nineteen ninety three state championship team. Mm. Uh so mm-hmm. big big turnout out there and and uh they, they gave the Red Devils did the you know, their fans what they wanted to see.
1: Well, you know what? It's a it's a rivalry. Everybody knows how big this rivalry is. I mean, Jeffersonville, New Albany, for the obvious reasons. They both won state titles. They both won a lot of games. This had to feel like uh, a regional or a semi-state type of atmosphere, did it not? Oh, it was huge, and they made sure the that...
3: introduction of the, the championship team in the pregame right before the introduction of starting lineups, and uh, I saw somewhere online tonight that Jeff team, only the third team in state history that had all five uh, members of the starting lineup uh, be inducted as uh, part of the Silver Anniversary teams by the Hall of Fame, so right. Christmas addicts with, with Oscar Robertson in the 50s, and then those Bill Green-Marion teams in the 80s, and this Jeffersonville team. and you know, Sharon's the new boys coach down there. Corey Norman was a starter on that team. He's the new girls coach down there. So they're trying to tap into some of that magic. It's the biggest crowd I've seen at <laughs> a Jeff game. Probably going back six or seven years there. Um it was it was a fun atmosphere and Both of those teams tonight look like teams. Jennings County's kind of established themselves as the best team in that sectional this year. But either of those teams tonight that we saw, definitely, if they got some stuff clicking, could make things interesting.
1: Well, your Bulldogs are still young, still trying to find their their way along. And uh, this is a big emotional night. It takes a lot to be able to handle something like that.
3: Yeah, and and that was the interesting thing to watch because New Albany does have a young team, but Jeff Jeff's got a really nice sophomore class, and they probably played about seventy percent of the minutes out there tonight. So when you have that young team, and you and I have talked that over the years, you know, sometimes you got talents, but what are you going to see on any given game? And sometimes even in the midst of that game. (laughs) Jeff was very young at times Mm -hmm. tonight. But when they got that press going, they looked pretty good and kind of tantalizing of what they could be down the line.
1: You know, looking ahead, this, this could be a pretty interesting sectional.
3: It it really is. Uh, I think we've all been surprised at Seymour. Um, they've been competitive but not winning some of the close right. games that they were winning last right. year. Jennings County got a big win against uh, Brownstown tonight and did a great job on Jack Benner, so they're 11-0. and um, Jeff's getting better. New Albany, I think what we've seen by this point is all three losses they've had um, the teams have had a good big man inside. And New Albany doesn't have anybody taller than six four. Zionsville had a six nine kid that kind of had his way. Jeff had a six eight sophomore that had nineteen points tonight and got New Albany in some foul trouble. So it gives Coach Shannon stuff to look forward to. About you know we're going to learn into some size and how are we going to make adjustments to be able to compensate short of our guys going on three or four inch growth spurts between now and right. Sectionals? I'm not holding my breath.
1: <laughs> uh no so are you are you working tomorrow night you take a day, night off tomorrow night boys are off but uh,
3: new albany's got a game against floyd central so another rivalry game tomorrow night at the
0: doghouse
1: rivalry it, it just seems like every game you guys play rivalries and you're talking about again that's sectional that may be as interesting as sectional as there is there's some really really good teams in this thing yeah, it,
3: it's going to be fun up there. And, um, you know, traditionally it's kind of been a new Albany and Jeffersonville bouncing it back and forth.
4: Um, right. But, but right. Bedford's
3: had some teams in there. Jennings County, I mean, this this could be potentially, you know, the first time maybe since 1998 that they are really in the hunt for that. And, um, and that'll be good. I mean, that, they're only 10 miles down the road from Seymour. They'll bring a big crowd to that one.
1: Brian Sullivan, you can count on him for great work. Brian, as always, thanks so much. Jeffersonville over New Albany tonight. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weekend. Coming up, more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
2: I'm Brendan King with this network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. You can add three more overtime games to the docket of Indiana high school basketball tonight. A great one down in Evansville between Bossy and Central. Bossy wins it, seventy-six to seventy-five in extra time. Also an OT. Great one around the three-one-seven locally in Indy. Lawrence Central, sixty-six. HSE 64 NOT lastly West Vigo they put a 6 piece on North Putnam in overtime 67 to 61 other scores from around the state we hit North Decatur a 13 point victory versus Hauser 58 45 it was New Palestine over Delta 62 48 Jeffersonville an important 67 63 win against New Albany over to Paoli 68 37 victory versus Mitchell up in the 5 it was crown point over Michigan City 64 53 and Mishawaka topping Plymouth 63 55 for the Indiana Pacers 22 and 18 on the year 108 99 over Chauncey Billups and the Trailblazers they beat Portland Ben Matherin leads the way with 19 points and again Ball State important win over Akron in the Mac 2-0 now in conference play the Cardinals have won seven straight 70 to 63 over the zips 15 points for Jerron Coleman 15 points for Peyton Sparks I'm Brendan King
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brent Ross from Northeastern joins me. Big win tonight, 63-38 over Centerville. Coach, been a long time. Congratulations on the win tonight.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. I told him it's been – we've had some, you know, weeknight games and stuff, first part of the year, so it's it's been since last year, but – I want to make sure to try to start calling in. we got weekend games coming up. And this is our county tourney, so it's the first round.
1: I'm noticing that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you start out in the summer before, you know, you're talking about camps and all the other things you're going to do and what you talk about. You want to win tournaments. And so the county tourney is a big deal. The Wayne County Tournament is one of those uh, things you have circled on your schedules being extremely important.
0: Yeah, after you know, I, I tell the kids it's our 50th anniversary for the county attorney, and then you know we really we got to the final. Okay. We got to the final last week against Newcastle in the holiday tournament, and had a three to to win it, and couldn't you know it didn't fall. And then so I told the kids tonight, you know, we're going to have an opportunity again tomorrow night to win a championship, and it is one of our goals to when you start the season.
1: Well, absolutely, uh, and uh, tonight uh, it just seems like you, you put everything together this evening.
0: Yeah, we had a really good second half. I was telling them, you know, Coach Smith at Center goal is doing a good job. He's got a really young team, and it was, you know, it was a four-point game at halftime, and we kind of took away some of the things that they were doing in the in the paint. Was able to stretch that lead out, and I've got a senior point guard that, you know, and Keaton Michael that had a really good night with 21 points, so he kind of led the way for us.
1: All right, so uh, who's who's your opponent tomorrow night for the championship? Uh, It's the host school Hagerstown. Okay, okay. Well, you you, kind of look at this, yeah, you kind of expect to play them somewhere along the line in this tournament, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, uh, you know, and they've got a new coach as well, and Coach Dorsler and. you know, they they probably played their best game that, that I'd seen them play in the last couple of years, last night, um, and beating Lincoln in Cambridge City. So, um, you know, it, it'll be a good matchup. I mean, it'll be a great crowd. They play the varsity championship with the girls' game first, and then, and then we follow it up, um, you know, like most of the county schools do. So it, it'll be a great atmosphere, and, uh, you know, it's always, like you said, it's a good time to try to play for championship.
1: Well, tell me more about this team because you—you uh, know—this is a very important, important win, and I've asked this question of other coaches: what is it that—that that makes this team go? Um, defense.
0: This is, you know, we graduated, you know, uh, three seniors last year, and and then this team's just this team's defensive oriented. You know, we've been uh, offensively challenged a little bit this year, and I didn't know if we could get to sixty points because we hadn't got there yet. And you know me, I like to play thirty-two feet press the whole game. (laughs) Right? You know, we're we're scoring forty-four points playing that way. So, (laughs) but we can we can guard. I got five seniors. Um, you know, they've been in the program, you know, I I play two juniors and then two sophomores and our nine nine man rotation. And, and, uh, you know, we're, we're hanging everything on our, on our defense right now and getting better offensively. And, you know, so I I like where we're at, um, you know, we, we played a pretty good schedule so far and, um, you know, we should have some games, you know, coming up where we're going to be able to continue to work offensively and get better.
1: All right, who's up next? Uh, you, again, you, you play Hagerstown tomorrow night. Who are you playing next week? Um,
0: next week we've got Union City in a conference game and Knightstown in a conference game. So
1: Big yeah. week. These are three really big ball games. But tonight in the uh, Wayne County Tournament, Northeastern, we'll move to the championship game. They beat Centerville 63-38. Brent Ross, thanks so much. I hope we're talking tomorrow night. All righty I appreciate it thanks Paul all right you're welcome Bye. thank you college basketball tonight ball state 70 63 winners over Akron from the ball State network David eha David what a win had to scratch and claw and fight to win this one tonight that's a big win
4: it really is coach and that's a great way to describe it I mean it was maxing at its finest nip and tuck. Um, Nobody could really pull away a very physical game, 45 fouls. Uh, Cardinals with 28 (laughs) free throw attempts, so uh, there wasn't going to be many guys left. And uh, Cardinals found a way to win down the stretch. They're big guns really in the second half. Peyton Sparks. 12.6 12.6 rebounds in the second frame, and Jerron Boogie Coleman, give him 13 points. Those two guys were instrumental in the second half in bringing this one home for the Cards. Seven in a row, 2-0 and oh now in the MAC.
1: It's one of those games we've all suffered through, either as players, coaches, or broadcasters, where with all the fouls, there's no rhythm. There's absolutely no rhythm in the game. Uh, Neither team can get rhythm, Officials can't get a rhythm. Fans can't get it. Nobody in the building can can get anything going. And it's it's like going to your oral surgeon. And 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 what's good about it, you know, as a coach and as a team, you figure out a way to bear, you know, to get through that with all of that against you. That's an that's an important win for a young team that's just, as you point out, getting better and better.
4: Yeah, Coach, you are so right about that. I mean, you are not going to make shots every single time out. So can you win those games where it's 39% shooting and foul trouble and fighting through the adversity? And, you know, we've talked all season long. You know, one of Coach Lewis's – Uh, mantras was, hey, we want to teach these guys to win, and in these games, when you get to the four-minute mark where traditionally they haven't been able to close it out, we want to learn how to win and close them out, and that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, they were 5-0-5 from the free-throw line down the stretch. They made all the smart plays, and um, they're winning a lot of different ways. You you go into Toledo Tuesday night and you score 90. Well, today, guess what? It's going to be a different type Hmm. of <laughs> yet they still found a way to win it
1: that's impressive uh from a broadcaster standpoint man you know, you should get paid double time for a game like that <laughs> to, to, to be honest you should say look you're not paying me enough for these kinds of games so who's up next for these guys
4: yeah, so on the road at Ohio, um, you know, they're a team. They're six and zero at home. They've, they've got a, a bunch of new players, but, uh, you know, look, it, the way the cars are playing right now, defense is translating. They've got balance scoring, a bunch of veterans. And, um, you know, it's, it's a great recipe and can't say it enough, coach. At some point, you know, you, you just got to hand it to what michael lewis is doing here yeah Um, yeah i mean he has really done the job these guys have bought in they're playing smart disciplined basketball they've taken on his persona of toughness and uh needless to say crowd got into it today and uh, a lot of excitement and it continues to build here over in muncie
1: well it should and having taken over a program early in my career but uh, obviously, did it twice. But you know, when I went to IUPY, got to get the you know, the whole thing is the light bulb's gone off in their heads. And hey, the guy knows what he's talking about. We ought to just we, we need to buy in because if we keep paying attention, we're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, you, you nailed it. I mean, there's something to be said for that.
4: And um, you know, one of the things we talk about, you know, and we talked with a coach on the pregame. There was no panic. In this team, it was a fist fight, a struggle. At one point, found himself down by seven. Um, no panic, and that's where right. really your veteran backcourt steps up. But uh, yeah, um, I could do with uh, less games with forty-five fouls. <laughs> uh, Bobby would have loved it because with all of that going on, you have two of the best big men in the MAC, Peyton Sparks and Enrique Freeman. Right, both right. with four fouls no official wanted to be the guy to call the fifth on either one of them. So we had all – I mean, it was absolutely right. crazy at the end. So uh, – but, yeah, yeah, anyhow, we'll
1: take it. There it is. Ball State being, <laughs> being Akron tonight. The final 60 – excuse me, 70-63. to 63. Dave Ehoff. David, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You too, Coach. Thanks. Thanks. That's how you do it. <laughs> just you know, figure out a way to win, brother. You just you get out there and slug it out. That's how it goes. Ball State playing extremely well. Fantastic for Michael Lewis. Fantastic for the Cardinals and, and all their fans there in the Muncie area. Scobert update with the man himself, Brendan King, coming up on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
2: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last time, we will go to the high school scores for tonight at 1145. We'll get you a preview of what's coming up on your sports Saturday. You're going to want to hear the college basketball slate tomorrow because it literally starts... In the morning and it goes up until about 11 p.m. You got a full day of hoops again. We'll tell you about that at 11:45. For now, here are your final high school basketball scores of the evening. We'll start in the 260. Fort Wayne Dwenger. Fell to Carroll Fort Wayne, 51-49. Back and forth game, but Carroll takes the W. Same case, a close one between Fort Wayne Lores and Fort Wayne Concordia. Lores by a penny, 49-48. Great ball games tonight in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne Northrop, 61. Fort Wayne Snyder, 57. Same case for Fort Wayne North over Fort Wayne Wayne, 81 81- Two seventy-three. Elsewhere, Lebanon 57, Frankfurt 46 tonight. It was Fairfield getting the advantage of Eastside 51-32. Pike by 11 over Fishers 71-60. Castle tonight over Evansville Memorial 62-51. Staying down at Evansville, Evansville Harrison, a 15-piece on Evansville North, 70-55. to 55. Eastern Green falls to North Davies, 60-27. to 27. It was Wapahani by a penny against Eastern Hancock, 52-51. And East Central over Rushville tonight, 45-30. I'm Brendan King.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by... Indiana Donor Network, what would a weekend be without talking to Kip Wessner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine? Hello, Kip. Hi, Bob.
5: Well, today was a great day for two reasons. Number one, we have the Hoosier Basketball Magazine in hand, and we were able to get to five or six <laughs> games around the state.
1: Right, but right.
5: Almost to, even better than that, I was able to be on an interview with Greg Rakestraw and he referred to getting the magazine as like Christmas. So that made my day. Well, he's a hundred percent right.
1: <laughs> so, and, and, and he—he's not the yeah—he's not the only person to feel that way. So, um, yeah. Well, congratulations. Fifty-three years. Fifty-three. I'm able to remember that, as you know, because that's the the number of years uh, I've been married to the prettiest girl from Plainfield, Penny Gertz Lovell. And uh, so celebrate a lot we celebrate together you and i we celebrate 53 years a lot going on it's a labor of love it's also an institution in our state that's the cool thing about it gary donna had the vision uh, had the wherewithal to hire you to do all the work and uh it's it's just been it's something that you look forward to every year getting that copy and literally going cover to cover checking on your school your team the teams in your sectional all the other things so you know i'm i'm looking forward to uh, uh picking up a copy and reading i know it's i can tell you without looking at it it's spectacular how's that well that's uh,
5: some endorsement i appreciate that uh I can't help but mention the playing field factor. Boy, uh, the Quakers are doing well. They got a big game with Brownsburg. Pretty good, night, aren't I they? Yeah, yeah. yeah they've, they've been doing very well. That's a fun. So
1: yeah, that's a game you ought to go
5: out and try to sell some
1: magazines.
5: Yeah, I would like to get somebody there. I'm planning to be at Linton, uh, Linton tomorrow night. They've got a home game. I think they host uh, Evansville Christian, which Evansville Christian's right. got a good team. I know they fell to Bloomfield uh, tonight. They, they, but they, they how about a, that game? They, they played an incredible schedule so far, and they've they've done very well. They've got a big guy and a big score. So I'm anxious to see to see them. And of course, with Joey Hart uh, and Linton, that'll that'll be. A, great atmosphere but uh, tonight we uh had chucked him off he was at the crown point michigan city doubleheader for girls and boys right. and boy aj lux 38 points uh chuck reported back on and uh crown point was able to get a big win and then dale was in southern indiana he was at the jennings county brownstown central game which was a standing room only crowd and uh Jennings County, obviously, a 4A team uh, over yeah, the 2A yeah. team, but boy, Jennings County's had a great season. They're undefeated on the year, and, and we had a couple of Indianapolis games. Uh, we're at Addicts, and I was actually at the Ben Davis uh, North Central uh, girls-boys doubleheader. That was a, the girls game was a tale of two halves. The uh, Ben Davis had a nine-point lead at halftime, mm-hmm, and North mm-hmm. Central wound up winning the game by eight points, so it was a, a back-and-forth affair, but uh, Always great when Saturday – when you're done with Friday, that means there's Saturday because there's more (laughs) basketball tomorrow. So we'll be out and about at a number of locations. Chuck will be at the uh, 21st Century uh, Attics game in Gary, and I'll be at Linton, and we'll be a lot of places in between. 317-925-8200.
1: That's the only phone number I can recall. Seriously, it's the only number I know. How did I do? Impressive.
5: Very impressive. Thanks for having me on, Bob. HoosierBasketballMagazine.com. You can pick up your copy and uh, I'll, I'll keep you informed of uh, where we go and uh, how things go around the state of Indiana because uh, basketball in January, there's, there's nothing better
1: uh other than basketball in uh november and december <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe march yeah, and maybe, maybe oh, es- especially yeah, especially march and uh in february you know hey how about this january twenty second pairing show for the girls
5: yeah, that's incredible. I'll be here before you know it. <laughs> the uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people wanting to see how that Hamilton County with Zionsville uh, Oh, oh my goodness! Turnout because winning <laughs> winning three games out of that group is uh, would be an impressive feat for whoever is able to do it. Two games will
1: um, uh, no, make it you're different. you're 100 percent right. So, there you go. All right, Pacers, coming up with Jeremiah Johnson. But right now, Kip who's Your Basketball Magazine, 317-925-8200. Indiana, excuse me, hoosierbasketballmagazine.com. Kip, we'll talk tomorrow night. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Jeremiah Johnson. Pacers, Indiana. He's from Bally Sports, Indiana, just uh, to be sure. Beat the Trailblazers tonight, one hundred eight ninety nine. Thanks for the call, Jeremiah. Appreciate it. How is the most exciting basketball team in the league tonight? Look, look Played pretty well, did they not?
6: Yeah, played pretty well. It was a nice carryover from the four-game homestand uh, that you saw just after Christmas and into the new year, so now five straight home wins. Had a loss they probably wish they could have back at Philadelphia where they were up by four with less than a minute to play. But in general, they're playing an exciting brand of basketball and a little bit different recipe tonight. It was defense down the stretch holding Portland to just 14 points in the fourth quarter and uh, no field goals in the final 7:32. And you've got Damian Lillard on the other end of the court. <laughs> Jeremy Grant yeah. playing really well. That's, right. uh, that's right. doing something defensively.
1: That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. It's got to be fun for you and Chris and everybody involved. Everywhere you go in town, people want to talk about the Pacers and how exciting they are. And young guys go out there and play hard. They just like to play. People respect what they're doing. They're winning games. And uh, it's kind of fun being you right now, isn't it?
6: it's very entertaining we go back and think about september and october and we were always looking forward to the start of a new season but i don't know that we expected that this team would have 22 wins before the halfway point point. and so they got off to a pretty good start they were playing an entertaining brand of basketball but they did have some schedule advantages so they were beating some teams that, that are not quite as good but of late they're beating some of the best teams that are at full strength. And other right. are also beating teams that rely on really good defensive efforts to win a game at Boston against the Celtics, to beat the Cavs, to beat the Clippers and the Raptors. I mean, these are teams that are among the best in the league in defense. And the Pacers are scoring 120, 125, 130 points. Tonight was a little bit different, you, but they showed they could win a game when their, their shots were not falling. Pacers had just one made three-pointer in the first half, and that's such a big part of their game. So tonight was a real positive step forward, and and you're right. it's Everywhere you go, people are enjoying, they're watching, and I'll tell you what, the atmosphere inside Game Bridge Fieldhouse is as good as I can remember. (laughs) (laughs) The fans have been loud and enthusiastic, and it's a a real home-court advantage, and the Pacers are constantly getting into close games, and in that fourth quarter, in the final five or six minutes, The crowd can make a difference. I'll give the the crowd tonight because Portland was up by four points, I think, seven minutes to play, and they didn't score another field goal. And the Pacers weren't great offensively, but they were good enough, and it was a comfortable
4: nine-point win.
1: I mean, frankly, to hold any team in the NBA scoreless that length of time, uh, is is really impressive, uh, especially from a, a young group still trying to figure out how to do all this. So I'll tell you what they figured out. Play hard, and great things will happen for you.
6: Yeah, and I'll give Rick Carlisle and his staff a lot of credit. We're oh, absolutely. Teams like the Blazers and the Raptors, some of their starters are you know playing about 40 minutes a game, and the Pacers have a bench that they can rely on and they can trust. And so you're seeing a five-man bench combination go out there and play minutes against the other team that often has three starters on the court with two reserves and the Pacers bench unit is, is out playing them. And what that does is it allows when, let's say the fourth quarter, right. six, seven minutes to play, Halliburton, Heald, Turner, they come in the game and they're fresh and they're ready to close. And so, yeah, the final 732, it was four made free throws, no field goals. And how many possessions in that time did a guy like Damian Lillard get a shot up or Jeremy Graham? <laughs> it was a really good defensive effort. Right. And as you watched it, they were also getting the rebounds. That's been a little bit of a problem in the games they've lost, and they're not a great rebounding team, but they did enough tonight.
1: Jeremiah Johnson, Bally Sports Indiana. Pacers beat the Trailblazers. How about these guys? They are playing great basketball. They're at home again on Saturday against the Hornets. Jeremiah, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend.
6: It's Sunday, five o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to be at GameBridge for Peru Lewis
4: Cat.
2: I'm Brendan King with this network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the evening, so of course we got to tell you what's coming up on your sports Saturday. Most of it is going to feature college basketball. And as teased at 1130, at 1130 tomorrow, that's the AM version, Notre Dame and North Carolina and ACC play. We'll see if Mike Bray's team can get back on track. But you're going to get college hoopage literally from 1130 in the morning until 1030 at night. Because of this schedule, Milwaukee takes on Purdue-Fort Wayne at 1 o'clock. Then at 2, it's a Missouri Valley doubleheader, UIC-Indiana State in Terre Haute. And then Illinois State and Evansville, that's in southern Indiana. Also at 2 in Ohio, IUPUI visits Youngtown State. 3 p.m., Valparaiso battles Bradley, and then you have to wait a few hours until 8.30 when the Butler Bulldogs continue Big East play and visit Seton Hall. Of course, the Pirates now coached by Shaheen Holloway, who is the St. Peter's head coach who defeated the likes of Kentucky and Purdue in the NCAA tournament a year ago. Recapping tonight, Ball State has won seven in a row. The Cardinals are 11-4, red hot under Mike Lewis, 70-6 63 ball state is 2-0 in the mac they beat akron as well good win for the indiana pacers 108 99 pacers beat the trailblazers coming up now on sunday doubleheader colts texans at one pacers hornets at five i'm running king thank you brendan king fantastic job as
1: always on the scoreboard updates High school basketball tonight. New Palestine beats Delta, 62-48 to 48 from the new Powell Radio Network. Andrew Smith. Hello, Andrew. Good win. Good win tonight for the Dragons.
7: Yeah, the Dragons just keep rolling. They're 10-0 and 0 for the fourth time in school history in the first wow. in 44 years. And, yeah, last time they were 10-0, uh, and 0, it was 1979. And, uh, needless to say, it's, it's a team that – is just putting everything together and this final score tonight was really deceiving because this was a two to six point game throughout the first three quarters As uh, it really resembled a heavyweight fight as Delta scored in the last five possessions, the first half, first five possessions the second half, but they couldn't eat into new pals lead because the dragons were scoring on every possession as well. And, um, mm. and it just, Felt like which team was going to flinch first. And finally, uh, New Powell was able to start stringing together some defensive stops. And a big reason why, uh, offensively, Julius Gizzi, a sophomore, came off the bench and scored 19 points. Hit four three-pointers. Dragons hit a shot at the end of the third. He hit a three to start the fourth. Then sophomore Ben Slagley uh, got a steal. Headed ahead to Ian Stevens for a dunk. And uh, that... Gave New Powell, a 12-point cushion in a game that had been a close one throughout, and they were able to put it away. But uh, a really solid performance from a couple of sophomores tonight. Julius Gizzy, as I mentioned, had 19 off the bench. Right. And uh, Ben Slagley, a sophomore center, had 14. And I don't have the rebounding numbers, but I think he had his third consecutive double-double tonight. And the senior leaders, Blaine Nettley and Ian Stevens, their two leading scorers combined averaging 38 a game. They had two points between them at halftime, but each of them finished with 11 points. And Blaine Nunnally also leads the conference in assists. And if I was having difficulty with Delta's zone early, they stuck him, the 5'10 point guard, in the middle and the high post of the zone. Mm-hmm. And he basically became the distributor there. And he wasn't scoring, but he was setting everyone else up, either passing out to the wing for an open three or throwing the defense and dumping it inside to the post. and that loosened things up a little bit and allowed New Pal to get a lead and maintain it against a solid Delta team. Jaden Fernie had 15 for them. They're 8-4, and four, uh, and they will be a, a difficult out as they go on through the season and certainly once they get into the 3A tournament as well. Very good game tonight. Uh, the final score ends up a 14-point win for the Dragons, but a really, really solid performance from both teams.
1: Yeah, what's neat is that uh, you're talking about a great mixture of uh, uh, experienced veteran players and young guys, and that dynamic, uh, because it's working so well, that's pretty impressive for a group of young guys.
7: Yeah, it really is. Uh, New Pals, uh, Blaine only a four-year starter at point guard, but then they can bring Moses Haynes off the bench, who's a, a sophomore a pass-first guy, that allows Blaine to move off the point. He could score a little bit more. And, and Ian Stevens, a six, six forward. Uh, if, if I were a college coach, I'd be all over this kid. He's a double-double machine, great in the classroom, a great athlete. And uh, and he'll do everything it takes to win, whether that's score, rebound, defend. Uh, and then yeah, and then you bring in Julius Gizzi off the bench. He's kind of like Vinny the Microwave Johnson from the, uh, <laughs> the distance. You know, okay, he comes in a couple of shots, and so when they go to the bench, there's no real drop off, and they've got guys that can do a lot of different things. They complement each other really well, and it's led to a ten and zero start for for New Pal, and they've got a really interesting game tomorrow against a good Southport team, and it's a three thirty game, so an opportunity for. Central Indiana fans to come out to New Pal, watch a game, and then maybe uh, go watch your own team uh, later on because that's going to be a really, really good matchup between uh, two solid teams.
1: Andrew Smith from the New Palestine Radio Network. New Pal with a solid win tonight. Again, moving along, haven't lost yet. Andrew, thanks. Hopefully we'll talk tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call.
6: Okay, thank you.
1: Coming up, final break, final thoughts. This is Indiana Sports Talk.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Indiana Sports Club Glad you could join us by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, if you're still around, great job, wonderful job as always,
2: Coach. Right back at you. You know I'm still around. I hang till midnight every night. You are
1: the man. All right. So, uh, what time do I have to get up tomorrow to start watching college basketball?
2: Well, Coach, I know you are a brisk. Uh, Awakener in the morning, so you should be gearing to go by the time Notre Dame takes on North Carolina. That's a that's at eleven thirty tip. So I would imagine you're going to get a walk in early in the morning, and you'll be set uh, to go.
1: That's right. No, 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 you're exactly right. I'll have that walk in, and uh, I'll have that uh, I'll have that uh, omelet uh, consumed and ready to go. Uh, that's my routine. You know, I'm getting a little older, and um, I don't, you know. I still need sleep our problem is that our, our youngest child lucy our four-legged daughter lucy who's a an adorable little black cocker spaniel and she, she, lucy's aging and it's it's uh, it's getting sad so one of eight, lucy's uh, issues is that she uh she doesn't like to sleep anymore uh, at night she she, she feels she she doesn't stay in bed she sleeps in bed you know with us and so she's up and when she's up she believes everyone else should be up and so <laughs> my wife and i are, are operating on um sleep deprivation has become a big thing in our lives right now so but yeah i mean the instant uh the instant i'm up i'm gonna uh you know check out the weather and then get prepared and go out for my my morning walk i am uh, I'm one of those. Look, I, I have some well-documented health issues, <laughs> so uh, I need to uh, I, I need to try to get out as much as I can and have as much fun. So, uh, are you you are working tomorrow night, or you would be at Hinkle, uh checking out your Bulldogs, right,
2: uh, Coach? That game's in New Jersey, so I'll we'll I'll be tech- checking it on the on the oh, TV right. regardless. Oh, but right. uh, yeah, we'll hey, last
1: time they were in Jersey. Yeah, last time they were in Jersey. Things didn't go well. No, uh,
2: it has not gone well there. That is a tough place to play. I will say that. The Prudential Center—that's the—that's where the Devils play in the NHL. That's a tough building. That's a really tough building to play in. So we'll see if tomorrow goes differently.
1: Outstanding. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Mr. King will be back with us tomorrow night. He's the best. Brendan, thank you. Enjoy the night. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. All right, Coach. Thank you. Join us tomorrow night. We encourage you to join us for our Saturday night version of Indiana Sports Talk, in which we talk a lot of college basketball, in addition to the Bulldogs. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, UIC at Indiana State, SIU Edwardsville at USI, IUPUI at Youngstown, Notre Dame in North Carolina, Valpo at Bradley, Milwaukee at Fort Wayne, and some other great games. We'll also talk about IU and Purdue and the Colts. That's tomorrow night. My thanks to Brendan King, James Adams, Parker uh, Webster. Thanks to our great stations around the state. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. This is Indiana Sports Talk.